Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we have a special guest with us. Kazimbe, a.k.a. DJ Elevated, is in the building, okay? Ooh. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. you, glad to be here. Yes, he does a million things. So yes. <laughs> I have Brandon Elevated. You're a part of Soul Control. You throw these amazing healing parties. Can you tell us more about what you do? Yeah, Um. so uh, my name's Kazimbe. Um, you know, graduate of Prairie View A&M University. Got to shout out my alma mater. Um, I am a musician first. Um, I DJ. Um, uh, also uh, went to school for architecture. So um, I do custom home design, some small commercial architecture. Um, I recently progressed my fabrication business, Brand Elevated. Um, to be kind of semi full scale fabrication, um, where I uh, prototype and manufacture um, new products for small businesses, you know, young inventors, um, or just people who have ideas for physical items that they like to create. Um, I also have a, a Ghana venture where I'm, um, you know, kind of clearing the path for you know, um, diasporians to make investments and, you know, possibly even live um, in Ghana specifically. Um, I have a few other things I do, clothing line, uh, you know, crypto, <laughs> as of recently, um, you know, maybe some other things that I can think of on the way. That's amazing. I'm trying to you know narrow it down to where you know I'm more focused so like my fabrication is more um of my focus and my Ghana venture um especially since DJing with with the COVID and everything has kind of slowed that flow um it's still operating you know on an every now and then basis but uh a lot of my time is spent more towards my more creative endeavors. Mm, that's so cool. So we're so happy you're here and we're just inspired by you. We were watching your um, your IG live and, you know, I don't be watching IG lives like that, but this one was so captivating. I'm like, what are you over here doing? And it just was like, you're in Ghana and it just seems like, um, like you're, uh, you could explain it more, but from what I could see look from the outside in, you're creating this amazing little tribe area <laughs> and it just seems so freeing. So you could talk about that a little bit more after we get into our first segment, which okay. is called what filled your soul this week. So this is what you do. You think back on your week and see what really hit me? What really hit me in my heart? That was like, aha, I need to share this with the world or I need to implement this in my life. So everybody be thinking, what fed your soul this week? Mm, do I go? Oh yeah, you can go. I'm surprised that okay. you're um, So I would say that, uh, you know, I had, I, I made a new friend this week 
And it actually happened to come by way of like tragedy in their family. And, you know, I kind of found myself available um, or in a position just to kind of be available for like support. And I felt like, you know, dis despite um, what I would have expected to receive from, um, you know, just kind of being available and that giving, you know, it allowed me an opportunity to kind of be like my authentic self. And um, I felt like, you know, that was fulfilling, you know, just to, to know that um, just my naturally giving nature was well received. I love that so much. How about you, Jasmine, Kobe? What filled your soul this week? Mine is an easy one. <laughs> this is the easiest one I think I ever had, y'all. What filled my soul this week is... I said, yes, I'm engaged, y'all, to my man, to Jarvis. I know if y'all been listening to the podcast, y'all always hear me talking about Jarvis this, Jarvis that. He finally popped the question this week on our four-year anniversary. So I'm, I'm just living on cloud 10,009 right now. I've been floating ever since Thursday. I'm just like, what? I'm a whole fiance out here. But yes, I'm I'm just super, 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 super happy right now. I love it. Congrats, girl. Right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. It's a wife. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. So what fed my soul this week is oh, I have two things. Y'all want good or bad? <laughs> y'all choose. Let me know. Right. Bad. Oh, yeah. Both. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I with the bad and end with the good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So y'all know how I'm always like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I have all this stuff I have to do. Blah 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 blah. And so, anyways, I get an email, y'all, Brett, after our failure podcast, right? From a client, and they just told me like, hey, we're um dissolving your position. <laughs> like it was like out of nowhere like we're dissolving your position um thank you for all of you done and I was just like I was low-key kind of upset because I was like oh so you're just gonna you're just gonna dissolve my position via email I can I get a call or something like that so I kind of messed up with the because I was listening back to our failure podcast that we did last week and um you know how y'all guys were saying like when something like happens when you fail essentially um make sure that you don't make irrational decisions well I forgot to listen to that so I just emailed back like okay thanks <laughs> and I was like oh I should have said like thank you for this opportunity blah, 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 blah. but then before me like because I lost like that was one stream of income that I lost so I was thinking okay how can I make this set amount of money back but then I realized like I don't have to, and that now I could take this time to focus on the creative things and have more time on my weekends to focus on the stuff that I really wanted to. So I was like, let me re-listen to our, our past podcast because this just came up. And so it really reminded me to like slow down, don't make irrational decisions just so you could get back to this point of another stream of income, but like really take this time to figure out, okay, what 
this or something that you could do better? Um, where do you want to put your energy now? Um, because, you know, what I was doing is something that's fun, I guess, in my zone of excellence, which is like, I'm good at it, it comes naturally, but it's not my zone of genius, which is like purposeful. And so I just took this failure to, a, to the chin, like, okay. And so, but I was, the, but luckily the first person I called was my brother and he just made it just, you know, you have to know who to call, right? You have to know, I was like, you have to know who to call. And I could just talk about this a lot because there's a lot of things like you don't want to say because you don't want to look like a failure, but, but you have to know the right people to call and just realize like, this is very small in the grand scheme of things. So it fed my soul because I felt like our podcast aligned exactly what was coming up next. <laughs> and I was just like, mm. but I feel like I handled it well. You did, Tiff. You really did. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of that. And, and I'm glad that you were able to, even after you sent the message, you still went back and were like, okay, let me self-reflect and figure out, you know, what, what I really need to do here. And um, in this book by Robert Kiyosaki, he always talks about how everybody's always trying to, you know, they want more money. They want more money. So they go. And the first thing you do is like, well, I'll get a second job. But he's like, instead of, you know, taking that second job and that's going to tie up your time, use that time to put and invest into your, your mission, your vision for your life, your purpose for your life. And so I just think that's really good that you, you, you took, took on that, that self-evaluation like, okay, because think about it, our, our purpose, our mission, the thing we feed into that truly feeds our soul can eventually bring us that income. Will it happen overnight? Probably not. But if you stay consistent and persistent at it, oh y'all in this book called the 5am club, highly recommend that um read it read it it's gonna change your life i'm about to read that book every day for the next two months just so it can get ingrained in my life but um he said in the book he said it's not the things you do every once in a while it's the things you do every single day so sometimes we work on our our dream our mission our vision every once in a while we go hard for two or three days or we go hard this month but it's like, what are you doing every single day? That's those small little incremental habits like we talked about on um, the Are You a Failure episode, Are You Failed episode, just um, really diving in and, and, and figuring out what am I doing daily? Because that's what's really shaping and molding our lives. But yeah, okay. And, Kobe, on, that note, and on that note, we got a fortune cookie last night and it said, it doesn't take much to be successful. It takes everything. And so just what you, it goes along with what you just said, you know, it takes everything. It takes you doing the thing, the little things every day. And then another video that I saw, fellow PV alumni, DJ chose, he said, be the best you, not the version that you want to settle for. So for me, that's like, you think you up, you think you winning, you think you hit this level, but it's like, if you stop there, had he stopped when he made, you know, when he made a few hits back in a few years ago and he thought he was done, like he never would have hit thick. Like, you know, this song would have never hit. It came out like he never would have been this big. So it's like, you have to keep going. Don't stop when you think you made it. Keep going, keep pushing. So thank you guys for sharing y'all's soul filling gems of the week. I think we keep going between the two titles. What filled your soul this week is soul filling gems. But I want all of our soulmates to really reflect on, you know, what touched your soul this week and what you learned from this week or 
it could be good, it could be bad, but just something that filled your soul. So like we were saying earlier, we have Kazembe on to talk about like his experience in Ghana and just, I don't know, outside looking in, it seems like you're just a very free person, a free black man creating amazing life. But I know how things could seem on the outside as well. <laughs> so it could not be that way. <laughs> but um, I just want to know about your experience um, in Ghana. And, and your perception of, you know, how you think that we can be better as people living? Right. <laughs> um, so I can, I can start kind of just by giving a little bit of premise to like why Ghana, um, you know, how I even got there, um, you know, how I even got to where I am just in life right now. Um, so my parents, um, my mother was a teacher and she got a grant to go anywhere in the world. And she chose Ghana and she took my dad with her. This was back in 2004. And they basically fell in love with Ghana. And so, um, you know, in 2008, they actually bought the piece of property that um, you saw me on, which is uh, our family compound. Um, and, you know, they kind of set the, the tone, the footprint for, you know, actualizing, you know, a sustainable reality outside of the United States. Um, and so when my um, youngest brother, Bomani, um, when he graduated, they chunked the deuce to America. For, um, so um, fast forward, you know, um, it allowed me an opportunity to contribute, you know, from an architectural standpoint, you know, to actually have um, this sustainable approach to um, building implemented on this land that, you know, kind of encompasses uh, just a complete sustainability approach with the implementation of like solar energy, you know, the growing of the food, um, you know, kind of a communal aspect meaning like in all of the houses there aren't any kitchens there's kind of like one kitchen for the whole um property so just um kind of following suit with a foundation that was already laid out you know it was kind of uh, a, a bit easier you know kind of having parents with that forethought to you know look at alternative realities um, fast forward, um, you, you spoke about like the freeness of my being, um, you know, I definitely uh, intentionally chose to be kind of a free living being. Um, uh, I, I did work for corporate America for a while, you know, doing architecture, um, also doing like uh, fabrication work. The last job I worked was like fabrication training where I, was, I would come in to a company and train all their designers on like 3D modeling and things. So um, I wasn't, um, I felt like those positions were more exploitative, if that's a word. <laughs> you know, um, I, I knew the value of what I had to offer, you know, creatively. And um, I saw that value in my last position because um, when they f figured out what I was capable of, 
they started assigning me things that weren't a part of my job description, but paying me, <laughs> you know, for, you know, what they, what they <laughs> hired me for, you see what I'm saying? So it, it just Hello. didn't match up. Um, so, you know, I decided, okay, I'm going to take my, you know, talents and, you know, my entrepreneurial kind of spirit and just go into it, you know, just on my own. And, you know, I didn't leave my job until I was making as much money as I was making there. So um, as far as you say what? That's an important tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I have children, you know, two uh, daughter and a son. um, And, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was still flowing, you know, before I kind of made that complete leap. So, um, you know, this trip specifically was um, taking my daughter there for the year. And uh, at the April trip, we'll be taking my son, but also just to kind of, you know, step away from the stresses and, you know, everything that's kind of been going on in America with COVID and, you know, just having the time to kind of relax, you know, uh, regenerate. I literally feel like um, being in Ghana uh, allows me to live um, a better life, a more free life, definitely, um, than here. Um, you know, even the climate responds differently. You know, my intake is different. Um, and it seems like, you know, they have this idea, you know, biblically of like the promised land. And I really feel like Africa is the promised land because, you know, even to our, you know, physical makeup, our bodies, um, uh, we, we, we live better lives over there physically, you know, there's not a lot of processed foods, you know, just the consistent heat, the, just everything about it is is just like, I, I literally said that this month of me going there would add years to my life. When you said it's, it literally adds years to your life, it helps our genetic makeup. I think it really, there really may be some truth to that. Cause when you think about the science behind it, how if you take a, a polar bear out of the Arctics and take it to, to a tropical forest, it's not gonna be, you know, right. it's gonna be, you know, very agitated, very irritated. And so it's like, you take a people from their native land where we were, right. you know, designed to probably eat the fruits of that land and designed for the, the atmosphere, the climate. So. Wow, right. that's that's really powerful. Like, I literally lost twenty pounds when I was in Ghana. <laughs> well, how you, you were there for a month and you lost? I was there for pounds? a month. Bruh, I'm gonna go there. <laughs> 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 hey, y'all come try forget a paleo diet. Go get that. <laughs> yeah, just go, just go overseas. You know, um, just just being honest. You know, here in America, we are uh, we are targeted in different ways you know, mentally targeted, you know, through, you know, whatever propaganda, media, you know, just kind of a a constant, you know, need to know type of thing. You know, our our, um, infatuations with like news, you know, things that aren't necessarily happening right in front of us. Um, It it allows us or prevents us from really like being present. And, you know, when you're in a space 
that's more that's natural um where you know you aren't being digitally distracted um you know it allows you to kind of be more aware of your surroundings more aware of you know what's really going on in front of you and you know allows for more like self-reflection as well and when you're in that space of like true peace you know you 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 operate differently you know you operate at your best really you know we, we we're not always in control of what we ingest Ooh. Oh, my, my heart. I felt that on a deeper level. It's just because I feel like there's so many unnecessary stresses that we have. And when I was looking at your, your, your live, I just felt like, I felt like we were doing it wrong here, you know, because I, you know, being someone who works so much, you know, from when I wake up a lot of times to when I go to sleep, it's just like, when I saw that, I was like, I want to not do all like I feel like life is not supposed to be like this right. and like it should be way easier like I don't think God put us on this earth to just work 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 right and that was another reason why I went and why I, I plan to go more this year because you know yeah 2020 was a good year for me business-wise you know I was literally in working in my living room you know, building counters for, you know, a boutique. And, you know, by August, I had like a 1500 square foot warehouse, you know, but on the flip side, it took a lot of work. I literally worked from like June to December, nonstop late hours and just, you know, not really doing so much work to afford my business that I, I didn't, you know, afford my self-care. So, you know, you know, you have to have that balance, you know, just for your own like personal health. And, you know, so part of, you know, me holding space in Ghana is strictly for like creating that balance. That's and I feel like once I figure out how to um, streamline my income and be over there more, you know, that's the goal, kind of like, because right now I'm still making money here. Mm. And, and I, and I want to keep that going because the money here right now is more valuable than making money there. Yeah. Um, the exchange rate is like one to six right now. Um, I, I do think it is all about finding that balance because yeah we gotta work we gotta get money <laughs> we have to get money in order i almost feel like we have to, not have to but we have to get money in order to be able to be able to do what you're doing um right now it is very uh, affordable though mm. you know like um like i was saying in my life um i have a friend that just moved from north carolina mm -hmm. and she has a three bedroom house studio that she turned into her uh, pole pole business, like pole uh, teaching pole dancing. And it comes with like an upstairs terrace and everything. She literally paid like $4,600 for a two year lease. What? Right. So, you know, um, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, and I, I met a, a woman um, when I was coming back uh, from Atlanta. She had just moved there for good um, last year in March. And she she said she paid 60 grand, eight bedroom house, pool and everything. You know, just like the, the um, you know, we spent a lot of money over here just to live, you know. Your twelve hundred, however much you pay in a month, will stretch so far. <laughs> you know, living there, and so one thing that I wanted to kind of illustrate, and you know, my kind of telling the story of me living in Ghana is kind of showing the value on both ends. You know, the value that you bring as you know a skilled individual, creative you know, somebody who has lived this American experience, which is not necessarily easy. And, you know, also you bring in your skills and your talents over there and your money, you see what I'm saying? And, you know, that's influencing their local economy. You know, you're the, the same way that Soul Feeling Podcast operates here, you know, it could operate there as well, you know, and have a, a African base where you are, you know, kind of implementing those same ideals of like, you know, collective elevation, you know, to anybody who is open to receiving it. Dang, I feel red. Right, <laughs> when I hear you talk, I just think about the Lauren Hill lyrics. It could all be so simple, yeah. but we rather make it hard. Like it is, I mean, you know, and part of us, you know, I can't blame us for making it hard because we don't have a lot of examples of, you know, it being successful. You know, in the 90s, there was this whole, you know, back to Africa, back to Africa, but like who was doing it? And if they were doing it, you know, were they capturing it and documenting it and, you know, representing it to other people to allow for them to get that understanding because we are a need to know uh, society. You see what I'm saying? We need to see it yeah you know that that that's how we um you know that's how we can trust things and how we, right. you know you know if i see it done then i know i can do it thanks thanks i think it all just boils down to us being open to new ideas and new ways of life because i know a lot of times we can just if it's the unknown if it's something we're not familiar with we kind of our natural, our natural response is to be defensive or to say it don't make sense or just altogether write it off. But right. yeah, yeah, I think, but like you said, it, it has it has to come from somebody actually doing it and then shining a good light. And like we were saying, sometimes we always, we feel like we're repeating ourselves. We got to think, how many times do you see a McDonald's commercial? Like you see that thing a million, it's being repeated purposely and so it's like yeah. never ever feel like you were you were shining good light on Ghana too much like am I posting this too much or because the ratio of what's the negative media that's being posted uh, juxtaposed to the um the positive media you, you you can never post too much positivity or especially if it's something that's in alignment with what you're doing that's 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 in purpose because I feel like this is truly truly purpose 
not only are you you you're showing black people a new way of life like coming from an hbcu and and really bridging that diaspora i always say diaspora diaspora i don't know is it like potato potato but um but like just really bridging together that 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 beautiful beautiful understanding for for another culture bringing your expect uh, expertise to a new culture i think it's just just so beautiful and and never stop doing it and do it and keep broadcasting it because we need to see that it's possible because right. like you said we you can know, only that, do what we know that's <laughs> even a, a thing for me you know just the whole idea of broadcasting that i that i had to kind of get over you know part of my you know being there was to tap out of <laughs> you see what i'm saying and so you know i I was literally just sitting on the porch in one morning and was like, okay, I'm gonna go live just to sh just because I haven't really tapped in. You know, you know, I mean, truth be told, if it wasn't for my need to be on social media for business and for these type of purposes, I probably wouldn't be on it because it could get a little obsessive. You know, just as uh, you know, I just think about I've been on Instagram since 2012. <laughs> that's a long time that's almost 10 years you know of my life that i've kind of given to this you know platform that you know we are uh, you know we just freely give to yeah. you know so but you know it is a tool and you know it's just about you know having that discernment to use it in the wisest way tiffany you you shared with us the other day how important social media is to use it for what was it when you're using it for 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 inspiration opposed to being a consumer so to speak oh what, what was it i went through this course and it was just there just saying like you need to use your social media for basically like look at your insights to see how you could be better because we're um like when you own a business you need to look at it as a tool rather than a consumer so what are you putting out into social media to inspire people or attract people to your business? And I think so many times I even caught up in this, it's just like, you're actually looking at it as a consumer, just like ads and all these other things, you know? Um, so we just have to be mindful of that. But um, when you say you were on, we've been on this Instagram for like 10, 10 years since 2012, it just makes me think about how much of our lives are spent on this app. and. Mm -hmm. And it's not real. It's just we're swiping when we could actually be living our reality or even when we are on vacation, we're on this app, you know, you know, and I understand because, you know, it's a part of it. like you could get brand deals, you could have a job and stuff like that. But I just don't want us to, you know, get mixed up in a life that is just just on screen, like let's be in person, <laughs> you know, let's enjoy life. Like I thoroughly love content creating. So but also, you know, there's just so many mixed feelings that come with social media. It kind of sways you on the way that you're supposed to think. So, like, that's why it's very important to, you know, follow people who like DJ Elevated to expand your horizon to make you think of like, okay, well, maybe life could be more peaceful. Maybe I could have a, a less stressful life. Maybe I could live a life that is full of abundance. And so I just want us all to start rethinking about what our life can actually look like. Um, because just looking over there, 
And I think that COVID kind of helped us out too, in a way, because we kind of got back to our, our, our roots. Like more people are buying plants, you know, more people are eating healthier, um, more people are coming together in a, in a different way. But, you know, if you go to Black Market Houston, like we're still coming together to shop from each other. You know, Black people are have each other back a little bit more, you know, trying to really buy Black and stuff like that. And so we can create this collective of sustainability. And so I just want to think, like, what makes our life, like, a little healthier? I feel like we should all... I think, mm -hmm. I think you know, you, you were talking about, you know, kind of the, you know, rejoining, recoming together, you know, of, you know, just the Black community. And I just kind of want to touch on, you know, something a little bit, uh, deeper about just how we are culturally and you know what it actually kind of means to be black and free you know I think that you know part of Ghana and that endeavor specifically has to do with like self-reliance you know this idea of you know um, kind of releasing your dependence on certain things like you know if how we're living in Ghana, you know, if we didn't want to go anywhere and just stay on the land, we could sustain by just being there. You know, all the food that's being grown, you know, we tapped into uh, like a well for water and, you know, all the, the electricity, solar, you know, it's difficult for us here to kind of create that level of, you know, kind of self-reliance but I don't think it's impossible. I think the question is, you know, do we really want to create that here versus, you know, going somewhere where, you know, we don't have to think about it. Cause I'm just, I'm just, just to kind of give you context, like, like in Ghana, there's no like systematic racism. You see what I'm saying? There is no, that you don't hear anybody talking about Black Lives Matter because the whole continent is Black. You know, there aren't, you know, some of the things that we have to deal with don't exist there. You know, our being here has been a constant, you know, trying to combat, you know, just the many levels of, you know, oppression that, you know, our ancestors, as well as, you know, we still kind of have to deal with, you know, trying to reverse. So, you know, in that, with that regard, like, um, it's kind of the reason why I'm torn between the two, like I haven't completely moved there because I still feel tied to this land and like a purpose here to kind of improve, you know, the community, the lives of the people that live here. So, you know, it's a, I think it's a it's a personal choice just you know deciding okay do I want to deal with this colonial reality or you know am I ready to to really step out and you know be um confident and you know making that decision and you know just before thinking about like creating community there because even there you know you aren't Ghanaian. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There is a culture difference. You still, um, and and you and you you'll realize that as soon as you get off the plane. You know, you are accepted as a, a diasporian 
with like you're an expat. You see what I'm saying? So there, there's a certain connotation that is associated with you. Um, but, you know, if enough of us go over there, you see what I'm saying? Then, you know, we, then we start to create community. We start to influence industry, you know? So that's kind of why I go back and forth um, and I'm building something here, you know, with my fabrication, um, you know, my long-term goal or short-term goal is really to, you know, utilize that knowledge and kind of create a, a community-based facility that forwards, you know, local manufacturing, you know, to kind of forward that idea of like self-reliance, you know, economic empowerment, you know, that's, that's really what frees us is, you know, our abilities to not be dependent on these outside sources. So, you know, that's what I'm all about, like, you know, what they're doing with the black market, you know, it's, it's uh, encouraging entrepreneurship and, you know, just creating, you know, everything is a market, (laughs) you know, everything is a market, you see what I'm saying, you go, you go anywhere, you're going to need things, you know. Yeah, it is a, it is like a toss up because like before we got on here, me and Jazz were talking about like, dang, do we need to go ahead and buy some <laughs> some land in Ghana? But we're like, dang, we want to help the co- community here. And I was now, just buying land in Ghana is is affordable, a lot more affordable than you probably <laughs> realize. I'm you down. <laughs> I, I, throw, I throw out a little gym. So uh, we just purchased. 10, eight, 10 plots and the plots were like 100 foot by 100 foot so like think of like two city plots and they go for like $900 a plot Jazz so y'all trying to go <laughs> y'all trying to go half on the whole feeling little look yeah. y'all trying to go half on the plot you know that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a gym for you know whoever's watching this you know, but, you know, there is a process, you know, you do have to be there, you do have to go there, you know, land acquisition is different than than here, most of the land is owned by the chiefs, mm-hmm. so, you know, you have to petition the chief, and, you know, there's a ceremony involved in that, you know, the bringing of a gift or something, and, you know, the stating of your intentions, and, you know, then the legal vetting to make sure that the land is who says that there is their land, because, you know, there's, you know, people are, you know, Ghana is is a kind of like third ward. You know, third ward, you 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 can go from you know the million dollar mansions on McGregor all the way to you know uh, the bottoms of third ward. You see what I'm saying? You know, so with people, you know, kind of existing in the kind of full spectrum of you know, economic status, you know, there is desperation, you know, so, you know, it's a lot of things just to be mindful of, even, you know, when traveling and and pursuing, you know, solace in a new place, just being well informed on, you know, just the present condition, you know, so that, you know, you won't be taken advantage of. So maybe, you know, knowledge is the true freedom exactly that's that's deep that is deep because like we were talking about before the the podcast I was just thinking you know how did 
Kazimbe get out there and, you know, build these relationships? Was this a relationship that you, you know, when you got serious about going out there on your Ghana ventures and saying like, okay, I'm really going to do this. And then that's when the relationship built or did the relationship start when your parents, you know, they um, bought the land back in, was it 2012, 2002? 2008. 2008. Yeah. So it was definitely their foresight. Um, and, you know, just me being a recipient of, you know, <laughs> my parents' uh, estate, <laughs> it just, you know, kind of trickled down. And I mean, it, it, from the beginning, there was a conversation of like kind of the family inclusion, um, you know, so everybody definitely plays their part. Um, when they bought the land in 2008, um, the next year, um, I actually took a trip um, with a group from Prairie View. Uh, with Dr. James Jones, shout out to Dr. Jones, wherever he is. And, uh, you know, I got, I, that was my first time actually being able to step on the land and, you know, there was nothing on the land. And, you know, and since then I've just been going back and forth, you know, to to make my contributions. And um, I was still in school at the time. So when I graduated and, you know, started practicing, it was like, okay, you know, I have these goals of like, establishing like my architectural presence in Ghana, you know, in America, specifically with architecture, you know, unless you have, um, you know, multi-million dollar client that's, um, you know, willing to kind of push the boundaries of like design, most of the time you're building like these same type of mm-hmm. structures, you see what I'm saying? But there, you know, there's a lot more freedom to be creative you know, and even with your own, with your own money. So, you know, I have uh, this creative approach that I like to vet um, there as far as architecture is concerned. Wow. When I hear you talk, I really think about the, uh, the alchemist. I don't know if, uh, if you've read that book, but it's just about yeah. a boy and his journey to self-discovery and the omens. And I just think that's what our soulmates need to hear right now. It's just, you know, and when you have those signs, when you have those, whether it's through people, your family, through a conversation, a, a book you read, whatever, just when you get that sign to move, to do something that like you really have to just follow your heart's desire. Yeah, you gotta trust it. Yeah, yes. and l- listen, I've spent two and a half months alone on the land. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like my parents weren't there, they were here in, in America. And it's literally just me out there. And it taught me a lot about myself, you know, as as far as like self-discovery. It taught me the difference between being lonely and being alone. And and that's and 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 I and I actually came to um just a place where I was okay with like being alone and not like, you know, not having a mate or a partner or, or, or anybody like that, but just like you know, are you okay in your own space? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you have a need to, you know, commune or, you know, can you find value in like being by yourself and having your own thoughts and your own, you know, uh, kind of inspirations, you see what I'm saying? You know, and, 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 and alone, like outside of like the digital world as well, 
Yes, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, because even if you don't make that move, you know, I know that it's not for everybody just dropping everything and moving to Africa. But if you just getting back to your roots of with life without a cell phone, just think about, you know, I think about my upbringing and then my siblings. Like we played outside, we oh, yeah. played with toys. We, I had a dollhouse, you know, we, we found creative ways. Like we played kickball with um, mailbox and, you know, the street, like using trees and different things as, okay, this is gonna be stop one, this is stop two, this is stop, you know, this door, this person's uh, driveway <laughs> is gonna be, you know, so getting back to our roots of being creative and just doing things without, you know, other people having to watch us or look at us or, you know, being so connected to social media. Right. And I think I think your it, it hides your awareness too when you kind of tap out of all of that, you know, because you don't you don't have these kind of easy I'm a, I'm a almost call them like vices. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's easy to escape in 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 the digital world, you know, or to you know allow it to kind of consume your time because you're bored or something. That's I lo love what he's talking about because it made me think you know, we put in this life to, to really have that, find that balance. You know, you're the only person that we're going to live with day in and day out. We're always going to be with ourselves. That's the one person you can't say, I'm going to take a break from. <laughs> like, like, you know, go in there give me five minutes. No. So I definitely think we, it is super important to get that discovery of yourself and then having also that balance because what DJ Elevate is doing, He's balancing. He's like, because I do, do think we need to be in tune with ourselves, but then I also think we are all put on this earth to work together and serve and learn and help one another. So just him taking this venture to Ghana, he's helping local citizens of that land. He's helping, you know, helping us become even more aware of, you know, different possibilities that are out there. So I just think we're all here to help and grow, but also understand who you are. But you back, so go ahead and finish your point. Oh, but I like I like the point you uh, you 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 uh, touched on about helping like the locals. So just a little bit more context. Um, our land actually sits between two villages, and um, you know, in in the building process, and you know, just developing the land, we hire the people from those neighboring villages, you see what I'm saying? Like on a consistent- Wow, level. creating so jobs. Have, yeah, yeah. So we have like a payroll that we pay out every month, you know, for people to work for us or with us, you see what I'm saying? And developing the land. So like you being there, you're gonna need help doing what you do, you know? So it's, it, you know, and, and because your money goes so far, um, you know what you will what you will pay out for you know that type of help won't even really hurt your pockets like i can say we have we have like eight people on staff at any given time and um you know our i think monthly payout is maybe like four hundred dollars you know which is equivalent to twenty four hundred of their dollars you see what i'm saying which is actually providing you know, a viable income stream that will be more than they could go and get a job elsewhere. Dang, that's, you know, wow. 
Yeah. That, that puts things in perspective, y'all. And I want to kind of touch on like, just like awareness, like kind of just tapping out of just the digital realm and just being more aware. You know, when I was there um, for the two and a half months, it was times where I started to realize that I was like connected with the weather mm. and like, depending on how the weather would change, like my energy level or feeling mood would change depending on the weather. Like if it, I was so in touch with like rising with the sun, 6.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, feeling that heat every day, you know, that if it rained, like my whole energy, <laughs> Oh would God. change because you know it was like I was more connected to like just the land and like just just being really present I agree with you <laughs> can I say this? yes I agree with you with that weather thing because I thought I was a little crazy yesterday but like I feel like I'm connected with the weather too it was so cold that I thought I was really tripping I was just like what is going on like I started to shut down mentally and I was just praying to God like Lord please continue to you know have like sound of mind but I just went back inside <laughs> but but I really feel connected too because that house how fast that it switched to cold down here like really affected affected me not like it normally does so I totally yeah. eat that even, even like even like you know it's supposed to be snowing in a couple of days like yeah. the knowledge of that and like knowing, okay, we can't go outside, we can't move around, we can't do what we want to do. You know, I had plans this weekend. My plans completely <laughs> null and void because of the weather. You know, and then coming from this eighty-nine degree Africa and coming back here, you know, it was it's been a crazy kind of you know transition back into this reality because I know we're not supposed to be living in the cold. <laughs> yeah. I <don't> know. <laughs> genetically speaking y'all because like I will be like you know at work in the cold in the office you know sleepy tired and as soon as like you know the sun you step outside the sun hits you it's just like a burst of energy and I'm like why like I was just sleepy five minutes ago <laughs> but as soon as I stepped outside like it's just refreshing like I just feel like I am alive mm -hmm. yes I mean the sun is medicine, but I just feel like this conversation is taking us back to like really being in tune with nature. It tells us so much, you know, y'all know I talked about hugging trees <laughs> the last episode, but it's just like very, just having that time because, because we get so much from social media, from TV, it even dictates like what we want to eat. Like, dang, I saw that on TikTok. I want to eat that now. Like, I wasn't even thinking about eating the cake. I just saw this cake and now I want this cake when I've been trying to eat good, like organic. And so it's just like when you're able to put all that aside because, you know, social media ads, they're made to tell you what, what do I want? What do you want? What do you want? But when you're in, when you're alone and you really think and you get grounded, you kind of get to figure out, no, what, what do I want? And even when you start eating healthy, um, you don't like a lot of people I was watching this I don't know I was watching something but you realize like when you start eating healthy and then you go back to eating bad you realize that the whole time you were eating bad in the in the past 
that was so normalized for you. It's not until you start eating healthy that you realize that you're not supposed to get the itis. Like you're not supposed to feel drained mm. and heavy and bloated. But it's so normal for us to feel that way that until you're able to get in tune with yourself and listen to your body and say, okay, this is what I need to eat. You think that feeling this way is normal. And so it's normal because we normalized it and it's, it's all fed to us. And so if we are able to get back to like just real natural things, whether that's walking in nature, eating more fruits and vegetables, eating when you're, when you feel like eating, you know, instead of, you know, I don't eat what you want instead of just like breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between, like really listen to what your body wants, because when you do that, you're able to make the right moves for your body. Like when, like you, like when you are feeling the cough coming on, like drinking um, certain teas to make you feel better. It's just like, we have to be more in tune with what the land gives us and what our body is telling us than what everybody's putting into our, our minds. Cause we know what's best when we go deep, dig deep. Yeah, it also takes discipline. Yes. You know, because, you know, I, I know just from my, you know, bouts with eating, I've been vegetarian, vegan for like 25 years. Um, and, you know, my thing is not what I'm eating, it's more like how much I'm eating. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'll go into bouts where, you know, I'm just indulging. You know, I, I eat out three times a day. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and just going hard, especially, you know, if I'm doing, if I, you know, revert to like seafood or something. Mm-hmm. And then I will splurge and just, you know, eat myself into a coma, you know. But, you know, it, it really takes that discipline to like be conscious and like have the follow through to kind of stick to you know what you know is best for your body yeah that's true and I do think it's a balance with all of that we're saying but just trying to be more aligned um with what we but what we we have you know we know we maybe some of us don't know but like taking the time to really figure it out instead of just listening to what the world is feeding us um because yeah. you know yeah because it, it's easy to get like i understand i understand like how influenced we could be i'm influenced every day <laughs> so. yeah and and it like it just goes back to what kazembe said that discipline and and i we i talk about this all the time because it's from the books that i'll be reading but it's not something that I feel like I have mastered yet, but I'm working to get better and better each and every day. But it's like with that discipline, we give ourselves, I think the the average human being, we give ourselves too much grace period. The people that are like great, the people that are like running the world, like the people that are, you know, billionaires, what I'm learning, not even just even billionaires with the monetary value, but the people that are, you know, even Gandhi, he didn't have, like far as what we would consider wealth he didn't have a cent to his name but he influenced the millions an entire country like of people and so it's just the but the thing with all of them from gandhi to martin luther king to to your oprah's your beyonce's it's like this discipline that it's like gandhi was praying you know the however i don't know the personal how many prayers he prayed but it was i heard from what i heard in the past it was so strategic like 
on the hour, by the hour, like nothing is going to break me out of this cycle. I don't care if an earthquake, um, well, maybe that could be the only thing. An earthquake could happen, but maybe he might still be meditating. He will find a way. And so it's just like, we get these things that we want to be disciplined about. Um, and like we say, balance, but what is really balance, y'all? When, when we say balance, I think we we sometimes... I don't think we can balance good behavior and bad behavior with an equal, uh, equal balance scale. I think your good behavior has to be your balance and your quote unquote bad beha- behavior has to only take up a small percent. That's the true balance. If we really want to make progressive steps, like we can't say, okay, um, let's just say it's 200 days and I'm going to balance a hundred of those days doing good things and a hundred of those things being off. And so when you really look at it, it cancels, it cancels your good that you've done out because you're, you know, you only put the same amount of effort in. So if we're going back to that quote from earlier, from the fortune cookie, you were everything, you were everything that we're doing. And so we're talking about eating healthy or working out. You working out is a prime example because we can all relate. Um, you know, you could be working out, going hard for two months, but it only takes three to four days to to backtrack and and pretty much cancel out all your being in shape that you your all those four months of hard work, it can t- it can really go away in a weekend. Or if you take that full Thanksgiving break and not do anything, you will find yourself sucking air out the gym, like going back. So it's like we I think we tell ourselves balance to self soothe, to be like to give us that like oh yeah. I don't got to go. I don't got to eat healthy today. I don't got to, you know, but it is a balance, but it needs to be a once in a while. Like not, you know how they, oh, that even goes back. It's not what you do every day. I mean, it is what you do every day. Wait, let me, let me read. It's not what you do once in a while. It's what you do every day. So your cheat days need to be that once in a while thing. Because, you know, if you are on your stuff and you do have a slip up, have a cheat meal, you good. If you are on your your savings and you do you know treat yourself a little bit too much for a day then you're good but if you get to doing that every single day your your bank account gonna be looking a little thin your 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 stomach gonna be overlapping your health not gonna be in right you you know you're just not gonna feel good so it's just we have to recondition ourselves to be to, to think about the things we're doing every day and i know speaking from personal experience it's hard because these are our habits. So we're really trying to create new habits that outweighs the, the current habits that we have right now that are not really good for us. So creating as many good habits on a day-to-day basis, because we essentially, that's our habits make up our paradigm, which makes up the life that we're living. So what are we doing with our day-to-day habits? I totally agree with you. Man, because I, I just be thinking, like what what could I how far could I really be if I was like you know didn't give myself so much freedom if I didn't give myself so much you know I feel like sometimes we because it feels good we give ourselves that pat on the back it's okay but I really don't want us to beat ourselves up but then it's like you it's like you know better you need to get it on get in line do what you need to do take care of what you need to take care of Maybe balance wasn't a really good word. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it is a balance, but it's a your good has to outweigh the 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 everyday. Yeah, for sure, I agree. So that's the balance, I think. Yeah, it's not bad. Fifty percent of the time, eat healthy. Fifty percent, <laughs> but um, 
yeah so just to end off this podcast i want to know what what in your own black world <laughs> um what does freedom look like for you specifically what does that look like mm. for me freedom looks like um just to be able to live the way that i want to live to like have an idea and to be able to follow through according to whatever that intention is, you know, have the resources to do so. Just, you know, I just don't want to be, my freedom looks like not, you know, just kind of being well-equipped, you know, to, you know, go through life with intention, you know, you know, I mean, depending on where I'm living, I think freedom live freedom looks a little different or it, it can be defined a little differently. You know, freedom in America, you know, is is more about, you know, uh being less of a target. <laughs> you know, being more more, you know, kind of um unbothered you know, and still, you know, be fortified, you know, to just explore, you know, just the things that create happiness and progression, you know. Yeah, I mean, what is freedom? That's a good question. What does freedom look like? I mean, personally, I feel like I'm actualizing you know, a free living life on a daily basis. You know, the fact that I don't have to clock in, you know, the fact that I can take a month and rest and come back to America and take another week and rest and, you know, not really have to worry about, you know, um, you know, hustling and bustling. And, and, you know, there is definitely hustle, but, you know, it's not like I'm stressing you know, so, you know, the uh, living a life that is the least stressful, that's, that's freedom, you know. Just being, being able to have an idea and put it into reality is freedom for me. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's like you're not running or feel like you're drowning, not chasing. It's just... Like you, you're able to make the choices that you want to make and not be judged off of those choices or, you know, it's, it's like, you're not, you're not struggling. You're not, you're not su just surviving. It's just like, you're able to live and be yeah. comfortable and free and happy. And, and like, thrive. that's freedom. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. thrive. That is, the, yeah. that is freedom. You know, we, 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 we chase a lot here. <laughs> or just period, you know, and 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 it's nothing wrong with that chase, but you know, it should be a chase because you want to chase, not because you have to. Because it's like you got to you got these bills yeah, to pay, I got this car note, I got to do car insurance, I got to you know. So it's like life without those things. What if you didn't have a car? Like what if I didn't want to have a car and I just didn't have to pay a car note? Like that is freedom. Being able to say I'm just gonna walk, I'm gonna ride my bike, I'm gonna skateboard. You know, that is freedom. Essentially, I think, you know, establishing like it, people talk about 
generational wealth and generational curses and you know i think you know a lot of it is rhetoric but a lot of it is things that we should definitely consider you know in moving forward just in life and you know in our having you know children and and different things and you know the part of the reason I, I I am able to live the life is because my parents had the forethought of, you know, instilling entrepreneurship and, you know, looking at more sustainable ways of living, you know, so kind of looking forward to like continuing, you know, just, uh, you know, a living of that mindset, you know, that, you know, we can live how we want to live, you know, we can, we can, you know, we don't have to accept the reality that's given to us. Because, you know, most of the things that have been given to us just historically have not been for our benefit. Mm. Wow. That's good. You know, so it's like, you know, we, we, we've been for the last, you know, hundred some years been doing damage control. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me so you know just i look forward to a day where you know collectively we are we are really at peace so me and jarvis we was talking about this the other day how you know first we wanted you know financial freedom where that what that looked like to us was where we didn't have the stress if we wanted something had the power to go and get it we can do it but now what I'm, th- I'm realizing that it's not necessarily just financial freedom I want. We want more at ease, freedom with at ease. I want to have, yes, financial freedom, but I don't want to have to work as hard and long hours of the day and, you know, just feeling like it's consuming all of my time. So passive passive um passive wealth that that's one one of those things where it's like you don't have to do the operations the daily operations to you can more so operate out of out of your get to that point where you can operate out of your ideas um out of your your creativity out of your 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 zone of genius it's like the things that you like i have a great idea i want to implement it okay let me get the team, the people that can go and, you know, get it. They can operate it, so to speak. So and that's what I'm learning. I learned it more so from real estate. And um, one of my mentors, he told me, he said, you don't want to work for your business. You don't want to be an employee of your business. You want your business to, to do what you designed it to do, to operate itself. And even Burge, she talked about it on our uh, Four Ways to Grow Your Business podcast. So it's just, I want to get to a point where I can have that time for my family. If I, if I do, whether I want to, you know, ride a bike or a skateboard or whatever, I can do that. Or if I want to ride a car, I can do that and not have to stress about, you know, the bills that comes with owning the ownership. I don't want to have to stress with the bills because I think that's in America, that's what keeps us caged in. All our money is tied up on, on paying these month to month operating expenses for our life, our day-to-day life, whether that's car note, car insurance, health insurance, um, and these are necessities, right? But I, it's like, once I get free from these things, and I don't want to say once I get free, but freedom for me would look like once the day-to-day 
um, operational expenses are covered and where I have the ability to help people with, with the, the money generated in a strategic way, of course. I'm, I, I'm really firm about wanting to help my family, but not just help them financially, help them more so in mindset, help them, you know, like uh, Kazembe's family, he always, they taught him the, the, the meaning of finding a new way of life, planting that seed, so to speak, your family, your Kobe sent family, even my family taught me plant, planting seeds, but it's like, I want to, you know, be able to plant more seeds. And I feel like we have that ability right now. This is even freedom being at freedom. When we come um, every day and we have the soul feeling podcast, not every day, every Saturday recording it, release our episodes every Tuesday, but like we're using our freedom of speech at one point in time, black people, we didn't have even the ability to speak freely and to speak our opinion. So I think this is a uh, why I love our podcast so much because we do have the freedom to voice our, our own black opinions where it's not, you know, um, you know, distorted away where mainstream media has, uh, has wants to release it. It allows us to be our authentic self and show a new light of, of who black people truly are in the, in the positive, um, positive messages that we're sending in the world. So yes, so that's, I know there's a lot, but um, that's, that's one of my main, main, main uh, views of freedom. How about for you all, Kobe too? I agree with what all of you guys are saying. It's just like, I think also freedom from from feeling limited because um, taking off like the cap that we put on ourselves and mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff that we don't do is because we're scared it's going to fail or fear since we haven't seen it done, fear like, can this really happen? I want to be able to take mm-hmm. the cap off of my mindset, the cap off, like, I don't want my kids to think, I want them to think that they can do anything that they, they put their mind to. If they want to create something, I want them to be able to like go all in on it, you know? And so, um, just the freedom to also not care what other Mm -hmm. people think, um, and really just being okay with being who you are authentically. And I think, um, social media plays into this a lot because, you know, you set a form of yourself on there. And um, I just want us to be able to like, be able to like tap into like, it's okay to be who I authentically am in creating like authentic relationships. Like we build so many blocks. I know for myself, like build so many blocks because you're not trying to be hurt. You're not trying to give too much, you know, just all these little mental blocks heart blocks and, and and I want our be us to be able to be present and fully love and fully embrace the moment and embrace our ideas and know that we can do do whatever we like whatever God put into our minds. So that's freedom to me. All right guys, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you're transforming your life for the good or you transform your life for the not so good um even in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong so the key word here is you got to speak this out loud you got to say it uh, I'm affirming that there are, well, right now there are four of us 
And I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions, generations to come tuned in with the Soul Feeling Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? Hmm. Mine's easy. I am that and I am who. I have a healthy mindset, soul set, and health set. I have two. So the first one is um, um, my talents, skills, and abilities will always provide for me. Mm. And the second one is, you know, money flows freely and effortlessly into my life. <laughs> Can I steal yours? I want that one. I want that one. Right? I love that. I, I am returning to my roots to allow understanding, growth, and healing. Yes. Oh, all right. Let them know where to find us. Yes, Kazimbe, please let everybody know first where to find you and all your amazingness. So y'all can find me um, on Instagram at DJ Elevated. Um, you know, if you are interested in what we're doing DJ-wise, then DJ Elevated also at Soul Control. Um, and my fabrication business is at Brand Elevated. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Kazimbe Gray. G-R-A-Y. Um, yeah, you can just tap in with me. I'm definitely an open book when it comes to uh, just Ghana and, you know, entrepreneurship and, you know, consultations or whatever, you know, you may need or see that I'm doing that you have an interest that you have an interest in, you know, I'm all about, you know, bringing us all to the uh, level that um, we like to be. Awesome. All right, guys, you can follow Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Wherever you're listening, subscribe to us right now so you can always get your soul fed. And if anything resonated with you on this podcast, as we know it did, go ahead and share that on Instagram so more people can get their soul fed. Oh, last thing. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating and write something so fun and sweet so we can keep going up and up on the rankings. We love you guys so much. We'll talk yeah. to you next week. Bye. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye.